this is Daniel Orton, and welcome to the Stay Podcast. Here, my purpose is to strengthen the apostolic why. April the 9th, 2006. That was the launch day of our church. Me, my wife Cheryl, my 10-year-old son Jake, and my 8-year-old daughter Bethany made our way to the little storefront building in Marion, Kentucky. And we had our first service in our new church plant in Marion, Kentucky. We were told by preachers that they had tried and failed. And we, um, people we respected, you know, said it's a hard place. Now nearly, well, over 16 years later and... Uh, it would be 17 years, I guess, this next coming year. We have found it to be a hard place. <laughs> now, we started the church not the way you're supposed to. We, we didn't have a team. We didn't go in and find Bible studies. We just wanted to do something for God. Had to go ahead from a pastor. I had the um, go ahead from the United Pentecostal Church, which I'm a part of to start a church plant and we walked into that city on that morning at 10 o'clock and we had church now we didn't have a team i had just started playing the piano that year and been around it all my life but i just started playing it that year i sung i played and sung my wife helped me and my kids were the worshipers now we had went out the day before (laughs) knocking doors with another friend of ours from our home church, which is Star Bethlehem Church in Ilsley, Kentucky, or better known as Dawson Springs. At that time, my brother-in-law, Monty Fuller, was my pastor, and he'd pay the rent every two months or every month. He'd pay one month's rent, we'd pay the other, and we started the church. That first day, door knocking, the day before church service, first church service, um, we met somebody that eventually would be a very key component in our church, but on that first service, it was me, my wife, my two children, my wife's sister, and her husband, which was from the Marion, Kentucky area, and his mother, his two children, and another kid or two. I don't remember exactly what it was. I know it was 12 on that first Sunday, and we had church, and it was the hardest grandest thing I'd ever done in my life it was hard we went maybe I'll get into it later at some point in this podcast but it was uh interesting I prayed that year I said God give us three good families before the year was over God gave us three good families we baptized a few of them one received the Holy Ghost my only regret was why didn't I ask for more than three good families but anyway But now sitting um, over 16 years later, we've seen people come and we've seen people go. We've not done it all right by no means. We averaged about 70 at one time. We're not nowhere near that now. COVID took a hard hit on us. Threatened to run me off. You see, I've been planning on doing this podcast for a while, but... I haven't because, to be honest, 
I was questioning whether I was going to stay. But that's something I don't do. I don't leave too hard or too easy, you know. I'm still there. And God has placed me there. And unless God tells me through my Bishop Douglas White or somebody that I know I can trust greatly, or the Lord speaks to me direct, I'm in Marion to stay. And we're also pastoring Sturgis, Kentucky now, too. And that's a podcast for another time, too. But um, this is the introduction to what I'm going to be trying to do. I am going to try and give some people some tools. I'm nothing and nobody, but God laid this on my heart. I had this podcast, actually, for a while, but I've not put nothing on it. And I just think it's time. Time to do it. We're running out of time. Jesus is coming back soon. So let me let me get into brown here what I'm wanting to do in this podcast and this is it. Um you know I've seen people come and I've seen them go. And my goal is to help somebody stay in church. Because it's important. And and staying in church is is more than just um going to church you you can't just go to church i'm you know and when i say stay in church i'm talking about being a productive member of the kingdom of god being a productive member of the kingdom of god what covid showed us was those who was planning to stay in church and those who were just there COVID exposed that. And what I want to do is um, through what God may inspire me or through bringing others on here to help me, and I hope my wife at many times to help me, we're going to try to give people some tools to help you, encourage you to be able to stay in the house of God. Because this is what I've seen in almost... um, you know, over 16 years of pastoring, 30 years of ministry, I've seen that those who get connected to the church stay in the church. Um, for an example, I do still work. I am a bivocational pastor. Um, being a church plant, you know, we, we don't have enough funds coming through to for me to be able to be a full-time pastor. I hope to someday, because I believe there's more churches we have to plant from that area. But uh, bottom line is, I work a secular job. I was working this particular job I'm at before I even accepted my call to preach. I accepted my call to preach in um, 1996, the year my son was born, and 10 years before we planted the church. And been at the same job next month, September the 21st. Today, as of my recording here, is August the 30th, 2022. Uh, next month, September the 21st, I will be there for 30 years. And, yeah, it's a long time. My wife tells me I don't I don't quit things too easy, and I don't. Um, I'm pretty hard-headed, but I guess that can be a good quality with God. Um, it can be a bad, bad one as well, but we use it in the right direction. But 
Um, you know, I've seen people get in and out, and I've seen it, you know, my example is the workplace that I'm at. You know, I don't, it's not the job profession I really necessarily chose. It almost chose me, and and it's, the company's been good to me. Um, I've enjoyed doing machining. That's what I do. I run computer-operated machines, CNC mills and lathes. And during that time that I've been there, so many people has come through and work and left, you know. And what I've seen the common denominator among them, and even me when when I felt anxious to leave or go somewhere else, it has been them times when I didn't view my job as, you know, being thankful for it, being connected to it, trying to do a good job. But it's just those that are just trying to get a paycheck, trying to get something, you know. It's like I'm constantly complaining, constantly looking for something else, not being satisfied with where they were. And it was just another day, another dollar. And what I have found in my time, there is many times I've got to that place where it's like you get around the wrong people and I'm talking to them and next thing you know, I'm, I'm forgetting that I make a good living doing what I'm doing, able to do, you know, four weeks of vacation and a lot of these things. And I'm wondering, you know, why, why do I want to leave? They're pretty good to me. Uh, kind of hard to deal with sometimes, but that's just life. You deal with people. But I've seen that in church. You know, we have people come in. You know, I preach a message, and I'll probably have a podcast about this at some point. I preach a message that I called Get To It Got To. And I got to go to work. I got to, you know, we use that mentality in church. And I got to go to church. I got to pray. I got to read my Bible. So we can get to that mentality where we want to be a part of the kingdom of God. We want to be connected to the kingdom of God. And we're, we realize that serving God is not about this earth. But it's about eternity. It's about that part of eternity. God left that empty place inside of all of us. Ecclesiastes talks about it now. God put a piece of eternity in us. And the only thing that feels that is God. It's His Spirit inside of us. And if we can get to that place that we are connected to God, not the pastor, not the church. Now, don't get me wrong. We need to be connected to our local assembly. You need to be a part of a local assembly. We'll talk about that in future episodes. But we have to be connected to God. It's relationship. It's all about relationship to Him. And, and this is the one common denominator I've seen of people who doesn't stay in the church. And that is those who, you know, a friend invited them, pastor invited them. They're in a desperate spot of life. You know, honestly, that's that's the times when we see people come to church. You know, it's the right time. People's hungry. They were born into it. So they felt like they all felt like I got to go because I was born into it. This is what my family does. Or they find a place of desperation and they have nowhere else to look. So they look to the church or a friend aggravates them to death and they come to church and they feel what we feel at the house of God. And it, it gets them. They get, you know, they repent and be baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost. But just because you do that don't mean you're going to stay in church. You've got to get a relationship with Jesus, and this is what this is about. And I'm hoping that I can, uh, along with the help of many other people, 
and God. I can't do it, but through the inspiration of God, we can maybe say something that will help somebody stay in the church. And you can't just be connected to people. You got to be connected to your purpose, your calling. Um, several years ago, I knew of a pastor. Our church, uh, this is before we started our church. I think I might have been youth pastor at Star Bethlehem many years ago during this time or close to it. There was a local church we went to a lot of times and we visited in that church. Good church, good strong church uh, by Pentecostal apostolic standards. They was a strong church when it comes to standards they had a good standard and good people and um the pastor left he had got older and decided it was time for him to leave and he left and as it would be many times when the pastor leaves the church a lot of the church people that was left there begin to trickle out and some of the people from that church ended up at our church in Mary uh, not Mary and I'm sorry in Star Bethlehem and when they got there I was amazed at their inconsistency in their life. It seemed like they were, you know, at face value, looking at them, I thought, hey, these these are Christians. These are real people. They got it together. But what I noticed was they had a relationship with that building. They had a relationship with that pastor, but didn't have a relationship with God. So it almost rocked their world. And I've seen this so many times. People come. And they come for whatever reason. They come to get, and they get a relationship with the pastor. And they get a relationship with uh, people in the church. Which is absolutely what we want. Don't get me wrong. We want that. But at some point, you have to get a relationship with God. Because as a pastor... I'm going to preach sometimes the Word of God, and the Word of God will be offensive to you. And the Word says, Great peace have those who love thy Word, and by nothing shall they be offended. And if you don't love His Word when the pastor or your teacher or some well-meaning saint says something that's going to hurt your feelings, and you're not going to stay around. You're going to leave. And this is my purpose I want to help somebody stay in the church. There is a saying when it comes to workplaces that people don't quit jobs. They quit bosses or they quit people. It's either somebody in that company they don't like or a boss they don't like. And that's generally why they leave. Now, of course, somebody gets offered a whole lot more money. Sometimes it's possible, but... But by and large, people quit jobs for the reason that somebody there that they're not connecting to or a boss that they're not connecting to, and that's why they leave. So with that said, it's the same concept that I have seen in the church. When people are only connected to the people and the pastor, they will, or a whole lot more subject, to leaving and not staying in the church. In the majority of the times, when somebody leaves for them reasons, they, they don't just go to another church or they start a trend. They start going from church to church. 
And you can't do that. You've got to get rooted and grounded in your local assembly, your local church. You've got to stay there, okay? You've got to stay there. Because the, the only way that we're going to do this is we have to we have to walk in the ways of God. And there's a lot that we can do to help us stay. I mean, it's, it's like a couple gets married, you know. The first, when they get married, it's through attraction and passion. But let me tell you, you hear you everybody hears it when the honeymoon's over. Well, there's a honeymoon stage when you get in church too. There is. When the honeymoon's over, then you begin to see the ugly side of Christianity, and that's when hell comes against you, and you realize the pastor's human, you realize that guy, woman, whoever was invited to church is human, the youth pastor's human. And if you're not rooted and grounded and walking, Gonna be rooting ground in the word and walking faithfully with God. I tell you what you're gonna do. You're gonna end up walking out the door. You're gonna walk out the door. And too many times you walk back out into what you came out of. And that's a scary place that really we don't want to see nobody get into. And and when I say stay in the church, it's not just going to church. I I, I said it earlier, but let me say it a little more. Emphatic and emphatically here, and I may not be using the right word if I am. Forgive me, I'm not. Forgive me with that. But um, I have seen people who have come faithfully to every church service. They did not miss a church service. They always sat in the pew. They paid tithes. They would even sing along with some songs. That's not staying in the church. That's being a part of the church. But when I'm talking about the church, I'm talking about productive people that has a relationship with Jesus and nothing will shake them out of the church. People that has a servant mentality that's about serving God because they love him and they want to help somebody else make heaven their home. Well, this is going to be my purpose in this podcast i hope eventually to upload once a week um maybe once a month right now i am kind of busy i do pastor two churches um and they're neither one large congregations but they're going to get bigger and i do work a full-time job and at this moment working over but it's for the kingdom. And so I'll try to post, hopefully, once a month. The go is once a week, but we'll get there. But um, Ephesians 2 and 10 says, For we're, we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. So we, we need to walk in God's ways and things that God wants us to do. So um, I'm fixing to end this introduction to my state podcast, but I want to tell you what pushed me over the edge to go ahead and do this, because I promise you I've been almost doing this a bunch, several times. This is what pushed me over. My 
my son said something. My son, Jake, and he's absolutely incredible. If you've not, go find his podcast, Peculiar. And he's got another one that's been kind of dormant, but probably going to kick back up for too long. Um, Reality Speaks. But he said something. Because here's the thing. I've been in this battle for a while, and I'll talk about it in some of our future podcasts. And um, I'd been in this battle whether because COVID hit our church in Marion Hard and Harvest House. And I'd been in this battle. Oh, God, I just can't continue going this place. And and to be honest with you, I like being transparent. So um, I got this place where I'm like, am I, God, are you done here? Are we, is it time to go somewhere else? Time to go back to home church? Time to go here? Time to move out of this country? You know, go somewhere else, start a church? And... My son said something, and I clarified it. I want to make sure I clarified it, I think, yesterday. I clarified, clarified it with him and said, did you say this or did you hear this? He said, no, I said it. And he said, there's a difference between being stuck and staying. I'm like, oh, goodness. And that had been, I think, my mentality for the last little while through COVID because COVID is hard. We we come out of we was kicked 2020 off, great man. I mean it was hitting on all cylinders. We had some programs going, things happening, people coming in, people getting the Holy Ghost, and man, then COVID hit and we come out of it, and wow, it was just picked up where it was left off, and we was just doing worship on Sunday and at 12 o'clock, and then we was uh, doing streaming on Thursday nights and or midweeks on Thursday and and then it's like okay people's doing good let's start Sunday school back and man we started Sunday school back my bus driver had died in the midst of COVID he didn't have COVID but he died so we started back I started driving a van and man it just fell off and we struggled ever since until about eight eight weeks ago maybe two months ago I don't know but I realized something that I wasn't I'm not stuck in Marion God placed me there to stay until he said it was time to go and I think a lot of people get this mentality when it comes to the church man I'm stuck in church but if we could get the mentality that I'm here to stay Preacher, you're not running me off. People, you're not running me off. God saved me. He saved me. Now, I'm I'm apostolic Pentecostal, so this is what this podcast is going to be, okay? We're going to talk about the Holy Ghost. We're going to talk about Jesus' name, baptism. We're going to talk about the fact there's only one God. His name is Jesus. So, um We'll be arrogant or nothing like that with it, but this is what we believe the truth of the Bible is. So, you know, this is who we're going to be. This is who I am. This is who I'm going to be. So, but, and I hope on this I can be more transparent and real with some things and that might not say across our pulpit that I can't hear. Not arrogant, mean, nothing like that, no, but, but man, we I'm hoping to get somebody to get this mentality. Now, I understand if you're in a church that don't preach truth, your pastor starts preaching truth, 
go find a truth church, okay? But my intention is I'm going to preach truth. But on here, I want to be straight. I want to help somebody realize that if you're going to be in the church, you got to stay. you got to have something that's going to cause you to stay. And number one, we'll get into it as we go forward. But you must be connected to God. Because if you're not connected to God, he said, I am, you know, he, we're, we're just connected to him, you know. He's the tree. He's the foundation. Um, if we get cut off from him, we're going to die. So we got to stay connected to Jesus. And again, my son's one kicked me out of this. And he said, okay, um, there's a difference between being stuck and staying. And I realized, okay, I'm here to stay. Unless God tells me I'm leaving. Uh, God tells me, you know, that's a different story. But right now, my purpose, my goal is there's at least 10 more churches we've got to start in that area. So I'm going to stay there. I'm going to stay in the church. I'm going to stay on my knees. I'm going to stay in the Word. I'm going to stay positive. I'm going to stay passionate. I'm going to stay loving people. I'm going to stay believing in people. I'm going to stay reaching every person with the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God into salvation. I'm not going nowhere. I'm planning on staying. Thank you for listening today. If anything you have heard today in this podcast has helped you, why don't you share it with someone you know, a friend or family member, and also consider rating and following us as well. Hope you have a great day. God bless you.